The Director General of RTE, Kevin Backhurst, has accused TDs and senators of asking him to break the law. He was speaking following continued pressure from politicians to reveal more details of more exit payments to former RTE executives who left in recent months. The former Director of Strategy, Rory Coveney, who oversaw Toy Show the Musical, which cost the broadcaster nearly €2.5 million, Euro, reportedly received €200,000 to leave last July. It has also emerged that the former Head of Finance, Richard Collins, and RTE signed a confidentiality agreement when he left last October. And we learned last week that his predecessor, Breda O'Keefe, got a €450,000 exit payment when she left RTE in 2020. The media minister, Catherine Martin, held a two-hour-plus meeting with the Director-General, Mr Backhurst, and the chair of the RTE board, Shuni Rahali, on Monday. And speaking on RTE Radio 1's Drive Time, Mr Backhurst was asked if he would reveal all the detail of all the exit payments to senior executives since 2016, as requested by Fine Gael TD, Alan Dillon. Well, as I say, we're taking legal advice of what we can do to drive maximum transparency. I mean, I would repeat what I said before. I, I've had a, a career of more than 30 years. The law is pretty clear at the moment about not revealing some of this stuff. And it's quite unusual for me to be put in a position where I'm actually being asked by elected officials uh, to break the law. Well, we're joined by Christopher O'Sullivan, Fianna Fáil TD for Cork South West and a member of the Oireachtas Media Committee. You're welcome and good morning. Is that what you and others on the Media Committee are asking him to do, to break the law? No, I think we're actually asking him to maybe stop hiding behind this kind of legal or this this veil of um, legal advice and this protection that he's using in terms of not being able to share information because of, of legal advice. Well, uh, what me, is he not sharing that you think he can share legally? Well, I'll, I'll give you a, a perfect example. Um, I, I think there's a, a bit of a stonewalling effort um, being carried out by, by, by Mr. Backhurst. And I'll go back to the Oireachtas Media Committee where initially he was asked in relation to the payment uh, paid to Breed O'Keefe. Um, his first reaction was that he couldn't share that information and he couldn't go into details. Then very quickly, in fairness, he changed his mind and did share the exact figure, which, you know, was was greeted with a gasp, I think, within the the, the, the Oireachtas um, uh, committee meeting room. But she uh, herself had revealed that she got an exit package and there was no confidentiality yeah, agreement. That, so that he was, was freer to, that, to reveal was, that He detail. was freer to, but if, if I could just go further, in my own questioning, um, I asked uh, Mr. Backer some very simple questions. I asked him how Mr. Coveney left the organisation. Uh, he wasn't revil- willing to reveal that at that point. I asked him how Mr. Collins left the organisation. He wasn't willing to reveal that at that point. He completely stonewalled me on, on both of those occasions. A couple of days later, uh, and we heard on yesterday's interview again with Drive Time, he did uh, acknowledge that there was an exit package, there was uh, a payment and a mutual agreement. So I think it's disappointing that the, the initial reaction from Mr. Backhurst is to stonewall and is to hide behind this um, veil or this protection of legal advice. But and is we it need, stonewalling or is it that he released the information once he got legal advice? We're talking about people's privacy, people's rights when it comes to their employment situation and how they leave. He shouldn't or no one should be able to give information like that willy-nilly. Well, I'll go back to the Oireachtas Committee where I think there it would have been the, the, a record quick legal advice in terms of his turnaround from, from disclosing Ms O'Keefe's uh, payment uh, to when he initially said that he, he, he couldn't do it. So there's a bit of an inconsistency. And look, it, this I, I'm not... I suppose going after Mr. Backhurst here, when he initially came in, um, all of us um, were, I suppose, buoyed by his message of transparency, of reform, of restructuring. Um, and in fairness, we still, I suppose, we haven't completely lost faith in him from that regard, but I think there has to be more transparency. In fairness, there's probably a job of work for us to do as well, Audrey, in terms of 
we need to find out whether uh, there are protections that can be offered to him within Dáil privilege in terms of inside the Dáil committee. Is he uh, covered by those Dáil privilege protections in order to share that information? So we, we we need to do that as well. But we have to go back, I suppose, to the to the I suppose atmosphere in which these exit payments were agreed. We just um, were in the middle of one of the biggest crises to ever hit RT, which was completely shrouded in secrecy. Secret payments, barter accounts, um, you know, money being moved from one place to another uh, secretly. So that's the whole atmosphere that it was being done in. And then we have, um, you know, I suppose, are, are we saying that exit packages aren't a valid way of exiting someone from uh, an organisation? No, they're they're a tried and tested way. But it's the confidentiality clause, I think, that's causing um, most of the issue. Confidentiality clauses in the case of Richard Collins, there was mediation involved in that. And we heard from a legal expert earlier in the programme and she said they are absolutely essential to the process of mediation within the Workplace Relations Commission, for example. They protect both the employee and the employer, and there are significant legal implications if a confidentiality clause is broken. Okay, but are we saying that um, nobody is sackable uh, within this organisation? Are we saying that, um, you know, that there are no penalties, that there are no consequences for essentially not doing your job? And we have to remember some of the directors that we're talking about here either presided over one of the biggest flops in RT history and a 2.3 million flop in, in um, Toy Show the Musical. They were accused within the recent Oroxys Committee that I, I, I was at of circumventing due process, of circumventing the oversight board. Uh, Anna O'Leary um, clearly said that in, in her statement. Um, in, in the case of the CFO, there was a projection of a €300,000 profit for Toy Show the Musical. This was on the back of the fact that um, in July, ticket sales were something around 70, uh, slightly more in August. So there was culpability there, but there seems to be no consequences. And it's amazing to me that in this instance, when you're trying to agree an exit package, that they hold all the cards, not just in terms of the amount that they get, but also in terms of... Um, well, the flip side and, to and, that uh, is that Mr. Bracker said yesterday, and I'm paraphrasing here, but that agreeing an exit payment for Mr. Coveney was probably cheaper than either dismissing him and him taking a legal case or him going to the WRC. Do you understand that reasoning? Yeah, the key, the key word there is probably. And it was actually interesting uh, to hear the legal expert that you had on, the employment uh, law expert absolutely accept the fact that she did say that uh, non-disclosure uh, clauses were pretty much mm-hmm. sacrosanct and, and are a normal part of the, the, the procedure. But she also said it's very unusual for employees in that instance to get that full amount that's always held over um, bosses as a kind of a threat in terms of, of uh, what they pay out. So that's important to take into account as well. There's no it's guarantee. It's like defamation cases. Isn't it? You settle rather than take the risk. I get it, but you'd assume that someone's record and their performance would come into account when, you, when, you're, when you're settling that. Mm. And again, I think in terms of, of some of the directors we're talking about here, their performances certainly are, are held into question when you talk about um, Toy, Show, the, Toy Show the Musical. Well, Mr. Backers made the point that um, Mr. Coveney was with the organisation for 16 years and that that level of service and his reputation over that time stood to him rather than taking an isolated case of Toy Show the Musical and basing every decision on that. Well, again, you know, when you talk about the everyday staff of RT who go about doing their jobs on a daily basis, whose morale at the moment is, is at an all-time low, um, you know, they're 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 going through the the daily grind every day, and I think it probably is difficult for them. And I looks I can't speak for them, but we do meet RT staff obviously on a regular basis. They're finding this incredibly difficult. So despite that sixteen year record that we're talking about, um, in the end of the day, are we really saying that there are no consequences and penalties for underperformance in a position? Uh, and and well, that's there is a th- consequence. Mr. 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 Coveney doesn't have a job in RT anymore. He's gone. 
he, he he's gone. But listen, there's a, a, a decent payment uh, which we can't get details of um, has been made in order to, to exit him from. Is there from any the need for you to have Mr. Backhurst back before you anytime soon? Uh, I, look. Let's call a spade a spade. I would be incredibly surprised if the upcoming uh, independent investigations into RT in around culture and governance and also in terms of how contract workers were treated, I would be very surprised if more information doesn't emerge because that's been the nature of this whole saga from start to finish. That's why people are sick of it. Uh, and it might surprise you because some people think politicians revel in being able to grill um, executives inside Neuroctus committee meetings. We've far more important work to be doing, to be honest. So we'd all like to see it done and dusted. And that's why this upfront transparency is so important. But we're not getting it. It's been drip fed. So I'd be incredibly surprised if there isn't I want to ask you just finally in relation to all this pressure to reveal details of payments to senior executives dating back to 2016 according to Alan Dillon does, is there a risk that those high earners will be more reluctant to leave RTE an organisation which has to make 400 people redundant and therefore the focus will shift to lower down and posts may end up being closed I, th- I think the important thing is certainly in future appointments Audrey that that in terms of non-disclosure of any potential settlements, that that whole element is taken out of. I mean, exit packages are a tried and tested way of of um, exiting people or restructuring, whichever way you want to, to, to kind of phrase it. But I think when you're talking about licence fee payers money, uh, a licence fee that people are becoming more reluctant to pay, um, there has to be... Um, you know, an element of transparency in terms okay. of non-disclosure agreements. We will leave it there for now. Thank you for coming in. Christopher O'Sullivan, a member of the Iraq This Media Committee,